And hello, everybody. What a day, what a day, what a day, what a day, what a day is going to be, man. I'm telling you what, we are excited. Hello, Adrian. Hello, Father. I haven't seen you in a month of Sundays. <laughs> that is also not true. Okay, good. <laughs> so we've got Jordan Adler, man. This guy is one of my dear friends. And I did a Facebook Live a couple of days ago about the fact that I have a Darth, D-E-A-R-T-H. I don't even know how to say it. Is it Darth or Darth? It's a Dearth. Dearth of close friends. I don't have that many close friends. I've got a ton of acquaintances, but I don't have that many close friends that I do deep conversation with. But one of the people that do have that kind of relationship with is my buddy Jordan Adler. And he's with us today. And I didn't know I was in your dearth, man. Yes. That's exciting. And we are unlikely bedfellows. And the oh, reason oh, is, oh. is because he is so well put together, so handsome, so stylish. And I look, you know, we're like Felix and Oscar from The Odd Couple. But I truly love this guy. And if you have a chance right now, you got to go buy his books, plural, Beach Money and Beach Money More or More Beach Money. Better or than Beach Money, money Tom. Better than Beach Money. Huh? Better than beach money. There it is. That's what I wanted. Anyway, whatever it's called. Um, you know what I just want. You know what I just want to do. I want to. I want to. I wish we could just blink our eyes and be back sitting on that that veranda in those rocking chairs in Hawaii, just hanging out. That was fun. You know, I I like that a lot. But you know, when we walked, when we went for that walk, and we sat outside in that little area, and it was just you and I talking, watching people go by. I, you got real, real serious. And it was Jackie Stockdale's here. And it was so exciting because you are just an accomplished, thoughtful guy that cares about people so deeply that I just love you for that. So thank you. There's John Hammock. Oh, Tom, Tom and Adrian. Hey, listen, thanks for inviting me to be with you guys today. I always enjoy this. It's a blast, Bye, man. Tom was, told, Tom was told right before the show, he was told that he has to be more serious. So he's trying to be serious right now, but he's yeah. having a really hard time doing it. And if any of you have any experience telling Tom Chanel to do anything, you can pretty much bet he's going to do the opposite. So saddle up, partners. <laughs> That's exactly right. So what's I okay, so I know you're getting a commission on anything that you can sell down there at the art gallery you're sitting in front of. So what's over your shoulders? No, these are just uh, these are just paintings that I picked up along the way. I'm at my condo in Las Vegas, and uh, no, oh, okay. uh, they're not for sale. They're not for sale. Oh darn! All right, good, good, good. <laughs> just checking. Hello, Denise Chenault. I love you like a wife. How are you doing? All right, take it away, Adrian. Oh my goodness, oops, that's awesome. So, Jordan, you you're all over the place. the the thing I the thing I notice about you is that every time I see a Facebook post from you, you're in some new exotic location which is pretty cool. But even more importantly, every time I see you, it seems like the focus is all on somebody else and making them feel great and really about creating community. So you went on this cruise on the Rhine River or whatever it was in Europe. You're heading to Miami tomorrow. You're doing all this stuff and it all centers around people. Yeah. You, do, you make all the money in the world. You don't need to do that. Why are you still going all over the place and hanging out with all these stinky people, man. <laughs> it's fun. You know, that's what, when I, you know, years, many, many, many years ago, when I was in my twenties, I wanted to design a life that would allow me to be on vacation every day. That's where really where I was heading. And so at the first, my first thing, once I, you know, once I got myself on my feet and I moved out of the garage and I got myself a running car, 
Uh, my first thing was to get to California um, once a month on Venice Beach and spend uh, four or five days on Venice Beach uh, a week every month. I was going to take a week vacation every month. That's how I started, and I couldn't afford it. I couldn't afford to get an airline ticket. I would usually drive, and I couldn't get a hotel room, so I would just stay on the beach. And then, in the first, I would go for a day, and then I started going. Then I started flying there for a day. Then I started staying there for a week, and then. You know, it just turned into the, just turned into, I'm just, a, I'm a gypsy and I love to travel and anytime in, I'm in one place, this drives some people crazy, but anytime I'm in one place for more than four or five days, I'm ready to go on to the next place. But I, yeah, I was in the, I was in the French and Italian Riviera with a bunch of entrepreneurs. It wasn't work. It was just play. I'd never been there before. And we were on a yacht. There were 50 of us and we just had a blast. And I met, I met a ton of really cool people very smart people and very uh, successful people, people way more successful than us, you know, but just uh, really incredible connections. That is, that's so cool. And, and I noticed that, you know, I, I was watching and, and Jordan did a Facebook live with the son of a, is it a vintner? I don't know what the name, the per, a winemaker, the, the son of the son and maybe even grandson of a long family of winemakers who has become a winemaker himself and become passionate about all these environmental issues and, and figuring out how to, to still make great wine and do it the right way. And yeah, I think that was Carlo Mondavi. I think it was Robert Mondavi's son, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, there you go. And he was on the boat with us and young guy, really energetic and great sense of humor and a good time. Very educational, very knowledgeable. And, and that, you know, just to be out there in the world, connecting on that kind of level, you know, Denise just mentioned your buddy, Richard Branson and, and the time that you got to spend on Necker Island and all these different places where you have been able to plug into incredible people, incredible communities, and you keep investing. And so talk, talk a little bit about that in terms of what it means to, to really put energy and effort and maybe even financial investment into building a great network and, and what that's done yeah. for your life. Well, every, every great thing that's happened in our lives, think about it, Tom, every great thing that's happened in our lives has happened because we met one person. Yep. You know, um, somebody saves your life. Somebody introduces you to the person that becomes your life partner. Somebody, uh, it, you know, you meet somebody and they say something to you that changes the trajectory of your life. And that's typically how it works. So I just like, I love meeting new people. Whoops. Did, I lose, did you lose me? Oh, we're good. Okay. I love meeting people and uh, asking a lot of questions and listening and thinking about ways that I can make their life better. So I'm always looking for maybe connections that I can help them make, looking for introductions that are going to, you know, because I know that if I can introduce them to somebody that's going to bring some kind of value to their life that I can't, uh, they're going to, their life's going to get better. And so I do that a lot. Like making connections is a really powerful thing. It's one of those powerful things you can do. There's three things that I think can completely change the trip of your life in a great way, no matter where you are. If you're, if you're already a multimillionaire, you, you, if you intentionally do these three things, it will dramatically increase. It doesn't matter where you are in life. The first is to meet more people. And that's like, that is like intentionally, like you said, oh, I'm, I, yeah, I'm meeting new people, but no, no, no. I'm talking about intentionally meeting new people. Put yourself in positions where you know that you're going to get introduced to new people. Second thing is connect more people. Connect more people is putting people together. 
looking for great people and putting them together and then step back and watching the magic happen. I do three, approximately three Zooms a day where I'm introducing people to each other and, 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 and creating magic in those introductions. How can we do this together? And then the fourth, the third thing rather is appreciate more people. Tom's, Tom's the best at this. He is absolutely the best. He's a, he is a professional appreciator. He's like the best, one of the best appreciators I've ever met in my entire life. But if you intentionally do that with everybody you meet, and, and I'm not just talking about, you know, sending somebody a message and telling them you appreciate them. That's one thing, and that's good to do. You should do that. If you do appreciate them, you should do that. But I'm talking about, you know, being a little creative and figuring out things you can do that are going to make, you know, that's gonna, that you know is going to light them up and make them feel really important to you, you know? Um, yeah, you did that just a couple of days ago. I opened up the mail and there's a card of Jake. I look at Jake and there he is down by the lake and he's just looking like the most beautiful puppy on the world and everybody else's dog looks like a dog. And I'm going, who was smart enough to send me that picture? Bingo, Jordan Adler, yet one more time, because he understands that the most important thing to me is the most important thing to me. And if he remembers what the most important thing to me is, I'm going to love him for remembering that. And that's all it boils down to, right? Yeah, that's exactly right. And you, you hit the nail on the head that, you know, the start with, start somewhere, right? If you can just tell three people a day that you appreciate them, and you're you don't feel good enough about your ability to to come up with words or whatever to do any more than that that's still better than nothing but when you get specific when you find a way to speak into somebody's life that really is going to bless them and really going to show them how much you really care and how much you paid attention there's there's just so few people in the world doing that on any level that you're going to begin to stand out in a huge way in a hurry can I, so, give you an, can I give you a real specific example that happened yesterday? Yeah, totally. So my buddy Chad owns the Flatiron Cafe in Jerome, Arizona. And whenever I'm in Jerome, if the Flatiron's open, I'm there in the morning to get my coffee. And uh, Chad's a very close friend of mine. I sit in that little cafe up in the mountains. And uh, half the people that come in there, I know them personally because they come in every day and they live in the town. And I had this idea yesterday for Chad, because it's a mining town, it's an old mining town. I had this idea for Chad that I just thought was a really cool idea. And so I texted him and I said, I'm gonna send you a gift that's gonna allow you to send to sell two or three or four cups of coffee a day for $20 each. Because normally he gets like three to $4 per cup of coffee, a cappuccino, three to $4. I said, I've got an idea, I'm gonna send you a gift that's gonna get people to pay $20 for three or four or five times a day. And what it is, and I'm going to share it, I, I, you know, it's just an idea that I had. You can buy real gold flakes, 24 karat gold flakes for about $30 a bottle, and they're edible. And you probably, if you go into the higher end restaurants, I know Tom, you, Adrian, you may have experienced this. They'll put it on sushi sometimes, but it's usually very, very expensive. So I said, Chad, what if you sprinkle some of this gold on the cappuccinos, charge $20 for it, Tell them that nobody else does it and you can shout them out on social. They can shout themselves out on social media and look really cool. And we'll call it the Jerome Gold Rush. <laughs> so I'm gonna say, and so that kind of stuff is like just when you have an idea like that, it cost me 30 bucks to do that. You know, to, and it's going to it's something that's going to help him make money, more money. And, he's, and it's like something that's going to help make him really cool, you know. 
So I don't know if he's gonna love the idea, but make, but he because he doesn't really know about it yet, but he will. I think you need to marry Jackie Stockdale. <laughs> yeah. so, oh, that is so funny. Good job, Jackie Stockdale. Yeah, do they have it in vodka? Yeah. So I, Eric Warre, I was headed over to Dubai with Rob Sperry and all those guys, and they all told me I had to eat at that restaurant that had the gold encrusted steak. Ah. So I, I googled that steak, and guess how much it was, everybody. Seven hundred and fifty dollars. So I was they gonna took, say four fifty. So yeah, seven hundred fifty bucks for the steak. Gee, wow. many Christmas. So we are on the Genesis Communication Network, brought to us by the great Ted Anderson. For the last twelve years, we have him, a debt of gratitude to him for putting us on all these radio stations for a long time. I love him. I love it. And please be nice to Ted Anderson and listen to his commercials right now. We'll be right back. <laughs> what that was a good out that was a good out that was perfect out oh, no, I'm, my still, God. I'm still laughing at jackie jerome arizona karen uh karen tam we rob cardenas dr lisa singletary parl van Dieven, chat when you when you said my friend chad i thought you were talking about williams and that would have been exciting chadillac but we're coming back right now so stick around hold your breath jim carpenter we love you we're coming back in two seconds and we're back. It's Tom Chenault. It's Jordan Adler. It's Adrian Chenault. And it is the Legacy Leadership Radio Show. And man, there's no better friend of the show than Jordan. He exemplifies all things good about the network marketing profession, about BNI, about connection, about Ivan Meisner, about Richard Branson. How does this guy get to do all this stuff? It's because he leads with his heart, not his head. He's one of the most beautiful people I know. And it's paid off in spades, right? Totally right. Yeah. Jordan, I think you should call the Legacy Leadership Show, Adrian. I think you should say the Legacy Leadership Show where you never know what's going to happen. <laughs> that's exactly right. That is what that's 100. You, that's the entire allure of Tom Chenault. You just have no clue. Yeah. Come out of his mouth. Yeah. So, like, like one minute before the show, I said, Adrian, so what are we going to talk about? He goes, I don't know. What do you want to talk about? <laughs> we gave up preparing a long time ago because they yeah. sound like canned answers. Right. And instead, I just hijack you with whatever I can think about Pitbull because I want you to not be in your head. I want you to be in your heart. And the minute we stop thinking, that's when magic happens. Like in life, it's so cool. So back to you. Thank you, Christina. That was a very nice thing to say. I appreciate that. She's awesome. You've got fans, my friend. So my question for you, you were talking before about some of the things that you do routinely. And I, I think you said it was that you make you work on making three different sets of introductions or connections between people every day. Yeah, I don't I don't track it. Some days it's one. Today there's one because I'm catching a flight at midnight tonight and I've got and I just drove six hours from the mountains to Vegas. But but some days it's more, you know, so I'm, I'm constantly setting up um, and I usually do a three way messaging thread um, where I'm putting people that have a lot going on. These are very busy, successful people. But I know that if I know both of them and I know that they they could probably benefit from knowing each other, I'm going to make that introduction. And sometimes some really cool stuff comes out of it. You just never, you just really never know. Um, I introduced um, uh, Marina and Eric Warre to Laurel, to Lauren Lahav, Lauren Slocum. I introduced them uh, to each other because Eric was looking for a connection to Tony Robbins and I knew both of them. 
And so, so they got together and had lunch and they, and then Lauren introduced Eric and Marina to uh, Sam Georges, who was Tony Robbins CEO and lawyer for many years. And out of that came a friendship between Eric and Tony and his family, Eric and Marina and Tony and his family. So there's a lot of things that can happen. It doesn't have to be at that level. That's great if it is at that level, but it can be anybody. Any Here's how that goes. So yeah. I got in trouble a couple of years ago. Yeah. Serious trouble. I yeah. mean, like trouble, trouble. And I reached out to some people and said, I'm in serious trouble. Something happened. And Eric was on that great big yacht in Greece. Right. And he called me up and said, tell me what's going on. So I told him what was going on. He said, stick by your phone and answer a 702 number. And here came Sam George's. Uh, save my bacon uh, because yeah. of you. So that whole thing went all the way around from, wow. yeah, from Eric and Lauren to Tony to Sam back to Eric over to me, life saved. That's ripple. what happened, everybody. The butterfly effect, the ripple effect. Amen. Right? Put that yeah. one in your pipes and smoke it. <laughs> yeah, you don't know, you know, that's the, there, there's, a, there's a movie that I recommend everybody see. It's a documentary. Have you guys ever seen the movie Searching for Sugar Man? No. Write that down, honey. You got you to put this one down. Put it in the chat. Somebody put it in the chat. Searching for Sugar Man. Uh, it's about a guy. It's a true story, a documentary about a guy in Detroit that's a musician. And he goes, he wears a long black coat and a black hat. And he's got a guitar. And he, in the middle of the winter, he goes into the little saloons and he plays music. And everybody, how much time do we have for this story? Two minutes. Oh, I can't tell the story in two minutes. We're we'll going to change the subject and we'll come back to it on the other side. So remember yeah, that, you guys, because it's worth the time. I'll tell you the story. It, it's, a, it's a story that where this guy who was a musician in Detroit and kind of disappeared, and everybody talked about him for years, and he had become mega famous in South Africa. He actually um sold millions and millions of records in south africa but he was living in poverty in detroit on, on welfare and didn't even know he was famous his record he made a record and sold he gave away six copies never sold a single copy and his and then there was this guy in south africa because he had become mythological in south africa there was this guy in south africa that said i got to go find this guy and for four years he spent his entire life looking for sugar man sugar man was the name of one of his songs his name was rodriguez Spent his whole life looking for him, and he found him in the projects of Detroit. And he told him, you're famous. And he said, what are you talking about? Millions and millions of your songs have been sold in South Africa. He didn't even know he was famous. So it's a documentary of how they, how they found this guy and then what happens after they find him. It's nuts. But it's the ripple effect. It's like you you have an impact on people. You don't even know the impact you're the, the, that you're having on them, positively or negatively, You know, depending on what happens. And the yeah. number of people that get touched by the example that you are or the people that you um, put together or the appreciation that you, you know, send out into the world. All right. We got to take a break. We're coming back right after this. It's the Legacy Leadership Radio Show. Stick around. Nice bang, bang. Good job, Mr. Radio. Thank you. Bang, bang. He hates it when I say bang, bang. <laughs> <laughs> because I learned it from my new friend. You know who my friend is? Who's your Shia friend? LaBeouf. How do I know that name? I don't know. Google it. Shia LaBeouf? He's a big actor. Big actor. Anyway, oh. when he hangs up, he just goes, bang, bang. So now that's all yeah. I ever say. He's He's your new I think that might be my big break into Hollywood. I think you right got on. David Chops, my friend. All, all right. right. 
And we're back. It's Tom Chenault, and it's Jordan Adler, and it's Adrian Chenault. And this is the funnest, fastest-going-by show in the history of radio. Don't you it hate sure it? It's going fast. I know it, man. We're almost done, and we just started. Oh, like, what are we going to talk about, and then we don't have enough time? I know it. So it goes. what's your latest? So you're doing some cruise deal with Branson now. Well, we did a, I, did a, I was on his birthday party cruise, which was on his new cruise ship. Listen, if the three of us... You, Tom, me, and Adrian, if we own a $2.2 billion cruise ship and there were 1,500 employees on that cruise ship and they all loved us, that would be pretty impressive. Well, Richard Branson owns four of those, and that's one of 300 companies. And he was on the ship, and this is what kind of guy he is. He stood for six hours to make sure that he met every single person that walked on that ship, every single one. And then he was hanging out the whole week. I don't know when he has time to run 300 companies, but he was just hanging out with us, hanging out. You know, you'd see him by the elevator or have breakfast or lunch. And he was out just socializing with everybody. Um, I'm sure he did a couple business deals on there because all of his family was there and his, uh, his uh, friends and, and his business associates. But we did that. And then I'm going back to um, his cruise line in, and anybody can go on this. There's still a few cabins left. Um, we got, we, we arranged for a um, uh, $300 discount and then a $600 onboard credit. Um, it's December uh, 9th through the 14th. It's called Dominican Days. It goes to the Dominican Republic Virgin Voyages. If you're interested in that, somehow reach out to me and I can get you through social media. I'll get you the details. But we're just, I'm just going with a bunch of friends, anybody that wants to go. And we're going to have so a good time. there? What? Will he be there? No, he won't be on the ship, no. Right. He won't be on the ship. So, and then I've got, uh, I'm doing a lot of networking and new, like, you know, you guys have heard me talk about the hummingbird flying against the window and trying to get out. And there's a wide open door and that hummingbird just would need to shift its attention. It could effortlessly fly to freedom, but instead it's going to squelch its life out on the, on the window. So there I decided a few months ago, about six months ago, that I was going to make a radical shift in my focus because I needed to make some major changes in, in the direction that I was going, not in terms of like my, what I was aligning myself with in terms of our company, but in terms of um, where I was focusing my attention in terms of building the business. And so I made some radical shifts and it was something that was right in front of my nose and I missed it. Sometimes it's just a matter of looking in a little bit different direction. And so I've been uh, networking in a different world than I have been for the past 15, 16 years. Well, you're just I've networking so hard. You have forgotten Brooke and I. We don't even exist on your social place oh, anymore. So it is you. unbelievable. I'm still postcards of your dog. So <laughs> all right, I don't want to so, hear it. I don't want to hear it. All right, so so hear this for those of you who are listening and watching. This guy, is, you know, he's at the top. He's at the top of his company. He's still making big money he's still you know he, he has every reason to let rest on his laurels and he recognized he was missing something big and had the courage to change it so that's a lesson in itself jordan talk talk about what what was going on and and what did you recognize and, and how has that changed things for you yeah so i thanks adrian i built my whole business offline networking and offline networking will never go away. It's people connecting with people and it's important. But I also noticed that things started to level off about six, seven years ago. And as I'm out networking, I was even flying to Phoenix, Arizona from Vegas every single week for a two hour networking meeting 
Uh, and then I would fly back later in the afternoon. And I noticed the size of the groups are getting smaller. The people are getting older. The business is moving a little bit slower. And then it all of a sudden hit me. There's this online marketing world that has been exploding over the past uh, six to 10 years. Russell Brunson created ClickFunnels and helped millions of entrepreneurs start online businesses. And today, the online marketing world is, first of all, it's 100 times bigger than the offline marketing world. It's younger people. It's exploding. It's not like offline marketing, which is kind of like growing, but just a little bit, you know? And so I decided that I was going to throw myself into that world. And so I joined a one-year mastermind. I booked myself for the marketer's cruise uh, in January. I am, I'm uh, going to, I'm leaving for, tonight at midnight, I'm leaving for a two-day retreat in Miami. And I'm getting around successful online marketers. And, and I'm doing exactly what I've always done my whole life. I'm just doing it with people that are working in a world that's exploding versus a world that's just kind of plodding along. And, and it's been explosive. The last six months have been explosive as in my life, personally and professionally, as a result of new connections that I'm making that I would have never, ever made. Because people in that online, you can imagine a planet that's 100 times bigger than Earth. And then imagine Earth, which is down here where all the offline marketing is going on on Earth. And then there's online marketing going on on this planet. And they don't speak the same language. The people on this planet up here, they don't want to talk to the people down on Earth. They don't want to. Because they're, in, they're doing different things. They speak a different language. So I decided I was going to learn the language. I was going to figure out how to get to that planet. And now I'm in it. And I'm meeting people that I would have never met before. And I'm making new connections. And because of that, many, many, many new opportunities are exposing themselves. Does that make sense? It, it does. Can you expand a little bit more on what that looks like? Because I think, you know, I, I think so much, especially of the network marketing world, it comes from that, you know, there, there's a big belly to belly, you know, that that's where the roots are and that's still important. And, you know, number one, above all that you still honor relationships are still important. It's just the tactics and the places that these things are happening. I'm just are- going to a different place to meet people where that where where I've been hanging out. They're not there. Those yeah. people aren't there. So here's so, and where are they? They're at masterminds. They're at retreats for online marketers. So here's what I'm doing. I'm doing three things. Everything's three things, right, Tom? Three things. This is what I do. Every conversation, I'm gonna, as soon as we're done here, I'm gonna be jumping on a call with one of the top online marketers in the world and a woman that introduced me to him. And there's gonna be three things that are gonna be in that conversation. The first is um, I want advice and ideas. I'm looking for advice and ideas. I've got hundreds of pages of notes of advice and ideas that I've gotten from the t- some of the top online marketers in the world. Second thing I'm going to ask for is introductions. Who do I need to meet? Third thing I'm going to ask for is I'm going to mention collaboration, possible collaboration or joint venture. So I I say, what I'd love to do, if it's all right with you, is show you what I'm up to, talk to you about what I'm up to, and get your ideas and your advice. What direction would you send me? If, if, If you were me, what direction would you go? Help me. And people are more than willing to help when you ask them to help. Second thing is, and then I'll say, who do I need to meet? Based on what I've talked to you about, who do I need to meet? And third, maybe there's possible collaboration. If they start introducing me to people, say, let's explore working together. Let's explore working together. And sometimes they're open to it and sometimes they're not, but about 50% of the time they are, depending on what, you know, 
what I'm proposing, they're about 50% of the time they're, they're open to collaboration. And so I'm doing a lot of joint venturing with people where with my program, with my send out cards program, I'm doing a lot of joint venturing where they're putting me on their stage. They're opening their communities uh, on zoom to me and then they're plugging in, you know, and, and, and they're, and they're, you know, they get the benefit of that. They're inserting themselves into the equation. And uh, yeah. Uh, I love that. And I think that Christina just asked the perfect question because, you know, there, there's this perception, Oh, well, you're big time. You know, you can do that. I can't do that. So how would the how do you think the regular Joe out there? It doesn't matter who you're meeting with everybody that you meet with. Thanks for the question, Christina. It's a great question. Everybody you meet with knows something that you don't know everyone. So why not do that with everyone you meet with? In fact, when you approach them with a message saying, I'd love to get together with you and kick some ideas around with you and share with you what I'm up to and have you give me any ideas that you might have. And I'd love to find out who you think I might need to meet. That can be in the message. That is in the message. When I'm messaging people, that could be anybody. It could be somebody, it could be a, it could be anyone, you know, somebody who has a, um, a job as a manager at a Chuck E. Cheese. You know, there's stuff they know that you don't know. And you could say, I'd love to show you what I'm doing and get your ideas. And then who do you think I need to meet? Because everybody knows somebody that yeah. might be a good fit for you. And they can, and you'll start, by doing this, you'll start um, attracting the people that should be you should be meeting. Because there's going to be people that are going to be pointing people at you. And then if they introduce you to three people, you could go back to them and say, maybe you want to work together with me on this. Why don't we insert you into the equation and we'll work together. And it's friggin' amazing. So I'll give you an example. I would, uh, I'm, I'm in, I'm an exact, I'm, I'm in this mastermind, this one year mastermind. And I go to this event, there's 150 successful online marketers there and everybody's sitting at tables, taking notes and all this. We did some speed networking there. And in the speed networking, I was telling people what I'm doing. And after two days, between myself and who I was with, we had 30 people that were interested in our program. 30 after two days from speed networking, just demoing and showing, okay? And then we went to the person that runs the mastermind who's big time and said, we got a bunch of people from your community that are interested in doing this. Do you want to cut in on the action or do you want us to sign him up? And guess what he said? We want to be in on it. He, he says, I want to be in on it. So we set him up and now we're signing people up from the community with him. Does that make sense? Yes. Okay. So this is a radio show. Am so I doing that? Too interact. So <laughs> you're oh, worse oh, than Brooke. Oh, did I talk too much? I'm Please sorry. Sir. All right, so here's the he's thing. nice because he act, Brooke goes shut up, Tom. He actually thinks you mean that. You're you're perfect, Jordan. Don't no, you're doing do great. So that was just pranking you, trying to get you out of your head. So I, that was one of those Tom Chanel interrupts. You, Michael Burnoff taught me that he, he's your mentor. My goodness gracious, there's another guy who parlayed into the greatest deal in the world. Michael Burnoff's got a five hundred thousand dollar facility that Jordan uses for free because he turned it into win-win. All he does is turn in stuff. I'll never forget. I call Kiyosaki. He won't return my call. I call him again. He's with Trump. 
And I go, you got, I want you, I want you on the show. I want to hear about what you're doing. He won't return my call three times in a row. He won't return my call. I'm so pissed off. I call this guy named JW Wilson, who is his good friend. I said, Kiyosaki is such a jerk. I have done so much for Kiyosaki. And he goes, yeah, well, what are you doing for him now? I go, what do you mean? He goes, well, what's he going to get if he goes on your show? He called me and said, what's Tom Chanel want? Which meant what's Tom Chanel going to give me? Everybody has to win, Tom. Figure out something he's going to get. And he is going to be on your show. And that's all it takes. So all you self-serving, selfish, agenda-driven people live in what's in it for them, not what's in it for you. And you win at a level you wouldn't believe. That's exactly how somebody who looks nothing like me acts exactly like me and exactly how somebody who looks nothing like him, whatever I was trying to say. Well, what was Tom right trying to say there, Adrian? I'm no, trying, I'm, and we're going to a break right now. This is like 95 so awesome. I love you. Stick there. around. No. It's the Genesis Communication Network with Jordan Adler and Adrian Chanel. Two out of three outs hated that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, that was terrible. So that was fantastic. Are you kidding me? All right, good. man. You guys are so funny. All right, we got one more short segment and then we're out of here for the whole thing. So we got wow. it's the grand finale, boys. We got to okay, make it. Okay, I'll take a breath, Tom. I'll, I'll give you one second. No, what do you we figure out some place for these guys to buy something from you? There's Beach Money Nation. Here we go. Hold it. Yeah. And we're back. It's Tom Chenault. It's Jordan Adler, Adrian Chenault, Legacy Leadership Radio Show, beachmoneynation.com. Go in there, live there, find him on social media and get on his list because he'll sell you a cigar. He'll sell you a bill of goods. He'll sell you just dang near anything. But when you know you buy it, you know you bought Jordan, not something that he doesn't believe in. I am telling you, I have the BLTs with Jordan Adler. What does that mean? I feel like I belong in Jordan Adler's tribe. I believe Jordan Adler loves me. I believe that I can trust Jordan Adler, and I believe that I'm safe with Jordan Adler. Therefore, anything he ever tells me to do, I'm in. And all I live for in my life is to have that same reciprocal relationship with him and all of his friends, because because of that, we build giant things together. Right, Jordan? Absolutely. You hit that on the head. Yeah, Thank you, I, was, I was wondering about the part where you said, I'll sell you a bill of goods. What was that, that was hysterical. I don't know why I said that. <laughs> I was trying to make words other come that, Other than that, I'm all There you. is no teleprompter here. <laughs> you could have told me, Tom. Sometimes the mouth gets in front of the old ticker. That's exactly uh, right. You got legacy leadership where you never know where it's going to go. That's exactly right. Well, that should be our moniker. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my goodness. So I, I want to come back to what we were talking about before the break because I, I just think there's such a huge amount of value there. And it's really... In, in so many ways, it's the opposite of a lot of the, the posturing that I see so much of happening out there. So a lot of people, especially somebody in your seat, Jordan, would go out there and kind of have this puffed up chest sort of energy about them, show up to a conversation like that and feel like they've got to convince the other person that, you know, that, that, that they've got it all going on, that they don't need any help and that you should just buy whatever it is that I have. And what you're saying is essentially to do the exact opposite. Don't show up and say, I've got it all. I don't, I've got it all wrong, but just say, I, like, look, I, I'm meeting with you because I'm always out there looking for new ideas and looking to get better. And you're somebody who I respect. You're somebody who comes highly recommended. You're somebody who I noticed does this really well. 
and I'd love your thoughts and advice. Anyone can do that because it's a you're coming from that place of humility, no matter where you are on the journey, right? Well, yeah, and I noticed I noticed myself getting into a posture with my business of I've got something that you want. That's even taught in network marketing. I've got something you want. Let me show you why you should have it. And I finally it hit me one day that the best way for me to open up new doors to growth is to step back from that and say, this is the best way for you and me to open up doors to new growth is to step back from what you know, because what you know has gotten you what you got. And it can't get you anything more than what you already got because you already know it. So what if you step back from that and say, I don't know anything. The truth is we know nothing. We know this much. What if we step back and say, I don't know anything. I want to learn from you. And that's what I've been doing for the past now, probably five months. And I've got like, I've probably grown my network by, I mean, personal network. Not I'm going to talk about the business. I'm talking about personal network of people, my contact mapping community. I've grown that by 500 new people in the past five months, just because of, because of the new connections that I've made in new communities that I wouldn't have connected with if I hadn't said, teach me, show me, introduce me. And that's a new direction for me. I haven't done that in years. That's Troy why you Dewey. have the growth in your life. Troy Dooley called me today, asked yeah. me for Garrett McGrath's phone number. Oh, I wrote okay. back contactmapping.com. He got all the stuff. So then, you know, blah, 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 blah. He goes, I lost all my numbers. And I go, if you had contact mapping, man, we would have had that saved for you someplace where no one could steal that from you. Listen to this. I said, I've got 16,000 people in my phone, Troy. I will send that to you right now, my whole database. And he about swallowed his cigar. But I'm telling you what, my database is worth nothing without my endorsement in it. Right. And your database is worth nothing to me without your endorsement in it. And if you guys can understand that having the BLTSs with Jordan or back and forth with one another, when Jordan calls somebody on the phone, Ivan Meisner is a case in point. I called you on the phone. I said, I have been trying to get hold of Ivan Meisner to come on the show forever. He won't respond. You were right there. You texted him. One minute later, I had a text from Ivan Meisner because I got into your Rolodex with your credibility and kabam. And what you guys all think is if I just had the phone number, that doesn't mean Jack. It's a phone number. You have to have the relationship. And the way that you get the relationship is to be a good enough person for Jordan Adler to say something wonderful about you, right? Well, I think that's for everyone. Just do, do, good, do good work in the world. Look for ways that you contribute to others. Ask questions and listen. Um, Put yourself in circles of people that you want to become connected to. You do all those things and you and you and you make sure that you keep keep all that information close to you, like for using contact mapping. You know, okay. keep all that information. Okay, we gotta go. The show's over. No, no, oh, we got one more minute. No, no, no. We got one more minute. It's my first oh. day on radio. Yeah, just keep everything close to you so that when you need that information, you have access to it. And by doing that, you constantly increase your value in the world and um, you, it's, it's how you show up. You're looking for ways to elevate the way you show up in the eyes of others. So no, what do no. you do to elevate the way you show up in the world? There's so much more I could talk about on that. Well, we're going to do another show. I mean, yeah, you, you are, 
unbelievable. This is Jordan Adler, everybody. There's nobody like him. I saw him sell a dollar bill for how many millions of dollars? $100 for $3.2 million. $100 bill for $3.2 million one day. That story's in my second book, Better Than Beach Money. Is the real deal. So please go to Beach Money Nation. We're going to do a show after the shows for a few minutes, like five. So please stick around after I say goodbye. So what I'm going to say right now to all of you poor suckers out there in Radio Land, goodbye. <laughs> all right, we're done. <laughs> That's not So the show's over, but we're still on Facebook. So, Are we still on Facebook? Yeah, yeah. So if any of you have a question or you want to say something like, golly, Tom, you're looking extremely healthy, that would be tremendous. And you're... <laughs> So Jordan, what uh, what do you what did you what are you driving these days? You've got the car, the yeah, Fisker. I, I still have the I still have my uh, my Toyota FJ. It's my third one. That's my daily driver. I love that vehicle. Um, I I drive the heck out of it everywhere. Uh, I've got a 1959 TR3 convertible, which is a very tiny car. It's a little historic sports car that I love. It's a pain in the butt. Breaks down all the time, but I, I love it. And then I've got a, uh, a, a one of the original Fisker Karmas, the electric solar sports car that was made by Henry Fisker. And uh, they only made them for one year. So my dad used to always knock me for the vehicles that I bought because I always buy the cars that, you know, are the most pain in the butt cars out there. But I love them. Uh, Ali Orsi, she lives in Vegas. You should know her. She's a great woman. Do you know her? Who is that? Ali Orsi. A-L-I, her. No, I don't think so. She's a great woman. Buy him a cup of coffee one of these days, Ali. I love you. And uh, how about helicopters? You flying it anymore? I'm still flying helicopters. Yeah, I flew about two weeks ago, and I have plans. To, I've got some friends coming into town. We'll be flying again. I try and fly once or twice a month, probably twice a month, but sometimes it's more, sometimes less. Yeah. We love you, man. You have been, you're just, I know you have another Zoom to go to, but I just want you to know, Destin Rogers, hello. Uh, Jane Bowman, I love you. Thank you for yeah, your nice yeah. note a couple of days ago. All of you. Uh, yeah, he all, and you know, the lower you are on the totem pole, the higher he makes you feel. And I'm telling you, on the, you don't even know the life you changed one day without Elizabeth Larson, who now works for Contact Mapping. Yeah. You and I were getting together that day in Vegas and she was down on her luck. And you and I sat with her she ended up coming to work for contact mapping 180 degrees from the day she met you. You have no idea the difference you make in the world, pal. And I love you. And thanks for coming on. It's been a great day. Everybody go find Jordan. He'll give you something for free, no matter what. I love you. See you later.